Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Interactive Podcast. I'm your host, Angela Racine. So before we start, I'm going to apologize if the audio sounds a little bit different. I normally record in my room where there's furniture and clothing and things to soak up the sound, but right now I'm recording in my car because it is Thursday night, it is 9.15 p.m., and my roommates are in their rooms, and I don't want to be too loud for them, so I'm in my car right now, but anyway, I hope you guys don't mind. Happy Friday to you guys. I hope you all had a great week and are looking forward to the weekend. You guys, this week felt so slow. But at the same time, now that it's almost Friday, it feels like it flew by. You know that feeling when, like, at the time, everything feels like it's going in slow motion, but then after the fact, you're like, oh, shit, that was actually pretty quick. Like, that's how this week felt for me. I think it's because I had two exams this week, so that definitely slowed them, like, the middle of the week down. But, yeah, I've just been busy overall. And speaking of busy, before we jump, actually, before we jump into the catch-up, um, <laughs> to introduce the episode, I am teaching y'all how to effectively grocery shop, okay? Grocery shop like a pro. I'm going to give you tips on how to save money, how to go into grocery shopping the right way, which, yes, I believe there is a right way, and just how to save time and how to like reduce the waste because you know when you buy so much food and then you end up not using any of it anyway before we get into all of that let's talk a little bit about me about my week so I feel like I finally have a good handle on balancing school work gym and then also like my friends and social media so since I feel like I've just been working so hard and I don't want to sound like I'm bragging but I really am proud of the work that I've been able to accomplish this semester and it's week well it's actually the end of week five which is crazy because the whole semester is like going by so quickly it's my senior year this needs to slow down but I just feel like I'm finally in a great rhythm I'm being super productive every day I'm getting a lot of things done so since I feel as if I've been working super hard I figured I would give myself a little treat so If you didn't see my Instagram story yesterday, which if you haven't, go check out my fitness account, AngelaR.fit on Instagram. I bought myself a little full body massage. And if you guys haven't gotten a massage before, you need to, period. (laughs) I love getting massages. I've gotten a handful in the past, but nothing recent. It's been a while. So I figured why not? Because this place that I go to, it's like a hair salon spa kind of vibe. It's nothing super fancy, but it's nice. And I usually go there for waxes. And then the lady was telling me how I should go there for a facial with her. So I looked online and I was looking at their other packages and I was like, ooh, I really want a full body massage. So as I said, if you've never gotten a massage, go get one. It felt so good on my back. But it's like, it's funny because I'm like kind of ticklish. So I was trying not to be tickled while she was massaging me. Anyway, although I wish I could rant about my massage for the next hour, I'm sure I don't need to rub it in anymore with you guys. (laughs) No pun intended, rub it in, (laughs) haha. So, (laughs) that was so cheesy. Anyway, switching gears, um, I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you everyone, everyone who has been engaging with my account, listening to my podcast, commenting, DMing me. I just have been so happy with my Instagram account recently. 
I've been super proud of the content I'm coming out with. I've been putting a lot more effort into a lot of things. I'm trying to make more of a cohesive theme. I feel like I'm just really on top of everything and I really feel like it's paying off. And I'm just super grateful for it because I'm finally, I feel like I'm on the cusp of like something big and I don't want to jinx it. And I also don't want to sound full of myself. So like, tell me if I sound stupid, but all I'm trying to say is I'm proud of my hard work. I'm proud of where I am right now and I'm grateful for all of you guys. So thank you. Oh my goodness. This just popped in my head. This is so off topic, but am I the only one who feels like Halloween is sneaking up on us so fast? (laughs) like okay I was watching South Park earlier today if you guys don't know what South Park is look it up it's like my favorite tv show but they I was watching one of the um Halloween episodes and I was like oh shit like it's September 29th like Halloween is in a month and like I'm thinking of costumes I already have one of them actually which I'm absolutely obsessed with I need to like order costumes And also, I'm so excited for Halloween because Carol is visiting. As you guys know, me and Caroline, actually, I think that was my third podcast episode. We did a Q&A together. Me and Carol went to Austin together. And now she's visiting me for Halloween weekend. So I'm so, so excited. Even more reason to look forward to it. But you know what? Enough about me. Let's talk about what y'all are here for. Okay, so grocery shopping. I'm just hopping right into it as usual. So to preface, it seems like there might not be much to say about this. You might be thinking like, okay, grocery shopping. I walk in, grab what I like, grab what I need, pay and walk out. Well, (laughs) yes, you could. But if you want to buy groceries with more intention, like eating a balanced diet, catering to dietary restrictions, saving money, um, saving time, this episode will be a great resource for you, okay? Because although it sounds like something that's super trivial and basic, you can really maximize your money, save a lot of money, be efficient on time, and also reduce waste. Because like I touched on earlier, I feel like especially with produce or even like bread products, like things go like, like they go bad a lot quicker than we realize and we end up buying in excess especially with the fucking consumerism in America so I'll get into all of that but this will be a good episode trust if you think it's stupid give it a listen and it'll be so eye-opening for you so how do I grocery shop I'll take y'all through kind of what I do to prep for grocery shopping and when I grocery shop. And then I was thinking in another episode, I can give you guys some tips on how to pick certain products over others. Basically talking about those that are advertised as high protein or keto or low carb, any other fad diet, etc. And I could make another episode more about reading nutrition labels and understanding what they mean. But As I'm saying, that'll be another episode. So for now, let's talk about prepping for and going grocery shopping. So my very first tip, which it might seem super easy and common sense, but I was so surprised at the amount of people that don't do this, is make a list. So many people go grocery shopping without a list, and this absolutely shocks me because I know I already have a bad memory, So maybe it's just me, but I know some of y'all can relate. Like, I would not be able to remember 
everything I need if I didn't have a list for grocery shopping, right? So you will save so much money and time if you write down everything you need beforehand so you aren't wandering around the store just wondering what you need for the week, right? Like if I, let's say I'm going in for 10 things. If I walk into a grocery store for that things, for those 10 things, guys, be honest with yourself or even not even just grocery shopping, just any kind of shopping in general. How often do you actually stick to only buying what you need? Now, you might be a lot more disciplined than me, and if you are, I'll give you props, but I know for me, not only would I probably forget one or two things or like not remember to look for them, but I would get so distracted by everything else in there, especially if I'm hungry, which that's something I'll touch on later, but make this list. If you do, you'll also be less likely to buy foods that you don't need, like um, junk food or other cravings you may have, or maybe just like duplicates without even realizing it. Like I know at home, at least in my like house with my, where I, where I live, like, you know, with my mom and my sister, not when I'm at my apartment, um, the pantry is like always so full and there's always things that get hidden, like a can of corn or like maybe a box of pasta, some quinoa, like things kind of get lost in the fridge and pantry and we forget we have them. So that's why it's important to make that list to keep you on track and remind yourself what you actually need, okay? It'll keep you organized and then you can use that list as a guideline for the next time you're in a crunch. So let's say one week you're just absolutely so freaking busy and you just need to run to the grocery store. You don't even have time to think. Okay, like you can use the list you had last time as a basic guideline of things you might need for that week again. So with making a list, instead of writing everything you think you need down right before you go grocery shopping, try to keep an ongoing list of everything at once or try to keep an ongoing list um, like as you run out of the foods, right? So for example, if you're running out of eggs, like immediately write down, I need more eggs and you can do it on paper on your phone. For me, I just use my phone notes because it's so much easier. So the second I notice I'm low on something, I just pull my phone up and I like take a note of it real quick. Or like if you're low on milk, write that down if you need more of X or Y or Z, whatever. Or even like let's say you have a ton of like, um, what are they called? Toast, um, corn chips. What are the dipping chips called? Oh my goodness, it's going to bother me so much. Let's just say you have like the Tostito scoops, right? Oh my God. Why am I blanking on like, am I trying to make up a chip or am I actually forgetting the name of the chip? Whatever. Like, let's say you have so many corn chips and no salsa. Instead of throwing the corn chips away, just write down like, oh, I need salsa, things like that. So making a list is super, super important. Kind of explains itself. But number two is give yourself a budget. Okay. So by that, I don't necessarily mean like a budget for that specific trip, but stick to budgets like $100 a week or $250 a month or $250 a week, etc. So you can't buy excess foods that will end up getting thrown out, okay? And with this budget, it might sound low at first. Guys, I'm sorry if you could hear um, people, like I said, I'm in my car in the parking lot and there's like girls walking around. So if you hear them, I'm sorry. Anyway, with the budget, remember, you can only eat so much in a week or so much in two weeks. So don't bulk by produce because produce is something that's, that is expensive, right? 
don't bulk buy that if you know you won't be able to eat it all within a few days. So by giving yourself a budget, you're also going to realize like what foods are worth buying at the time and what foods you can hold off on. So for example, for me, a food that I used to always buy was avocados and I would buy like three at a time, but I would never eat them fast enough. So like two of them would just go bad or like get um, soft, whatever you want to call it. And through my budget, I was like, okay, well, I can't afford these avocados anyway. Oh, wait, I, they would always go bad in the first place. So it kind of puts some perspective on what foods, I guess for lack of a better terms, like actually matter for you to buy versus what foods you don't need at the moment. So as I'm talking about this, sticking to a budget will not only limit the amount of food waste, but it will also save you money for other areas of your life. So by sticking to a budget of, let's say, 200 a month, maybe you used to spend 275 a month on groceries, but a lot of those ended up getting thrown out or you didn't really need them or they went bad, etc. Maybe the money that you're saving can go towards something else, like investing, saving up for a special treat for yourself, like a massage, <laughs> or it can just be for extra spending money too. And it might not seem like a lot. Like let's say you're only saving $10 every other week. Hey, how many weeks are there in the year? Like 52, 56, I don't know. If you're saving $10 every other week, that really does add up, okay? And with going along the line of keeping a budget, this is also going to help guide you as to what foods are necessary and which aren't. And I know I touched on that in the sense of like junk food or buying produce in bulk, but also, for example, let's say there's an $8 fancy ass pasta sauce, right? But then there's also a comparable alternative of like the generic brand for $3. Let's say if you didn't have a budget, you would just grab the one that like looks fancy and expensive and like looks good. But if you really look closely, the $8 and the $3 pasta sauce have almost no difference, right? Like maybe it's nicer packaging. Maybe it has an extra ingredient, but they're basically the same thing. It also goes along the line of, do you need eight different frozen meals that cost almost $10 each? Because, okay, frozen meals are so freaking expensive and they're also Okay, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like frozen meals will literally be $7 for, like, something that's 200 calories and basically a side dish. <laughs> like, I feel like they're, like, the only reason why they're good is for convenience. But as I was saying, do you need eight different frozen meals that cost, like, $8 each? Or could you buy a few packs of minute rice, some chicken, and a veggie that would overall be way cheaper and honestly only takes 10 minutes to put together? And not only is it quick and cheap, but also that is so much healthier for you and like so much more filling than a 200 calorie frozen meal that has like 2000 milligrams of salt in it, right? Not that salt is bad, but if you're doing a frozen meal like that for every single meal, then it kind of gets worrying, right? So give yourself a budget. It's honestly so beneficial. I have had to work around pretty tight budgets in the past that I will touch on later, but it's honestly helped me like learn the value of food and what foods I actually want to buy and what foods I don't need and how to not buy in bulk, etc. So 
give yourself a budget. It'll work out. Number three, I'm going to talk about planning your meals ahead of time, okay? I'm not talking about meal prepping, but I'm talking about this more so in the sense of so you know what ingredients to buy at the store so that way you're not just left with a bunch of random things that don't go together, right? So like this will prevent you from buying unnecessary items and also again, prevent waste. So you won't be buying in excess because you're only buying the ingredients you need for the meals you're going to cook that week. And you'll save time because you'll know exactly what you need to buy and how much of it you'll need. So like, for example, you're not going to be looking around wondering if you need that box of pasta or that stick of butter or that bag of apples. You're already going to know what meals you're making that week. So then you already know the ingredients. So you'll save money because you're not going to buy, as I mentioned earlier, individual ingredients that don't really work with anything else you bought. So for example, let's say you buy pasta sauce, but you don't have any pasta at home. Then you can't really do anything with that. And it's not like the pasta sauce is going to go bad, but that's just a couple dollars that you could have saved in the moment. Let's say for breakfast, you want to make scrambled eggs and toast. Lunch is a salad and dinner is a rice bowl. Okay, so for the scrambled eggs, I need eggs. Maybe I want some cheese in them. For the toast, I need sliced bread. Maybe I need butter. For the salad, I'll do mixed greens, a dressing, and then a protein. Maybe that could be chicken or tuna or salmon. And then for the rice bowl, I'll do rice as the base, a protein in the bowl, and then add-ons for the side. So maybe I can do like tofu and Brussels sprouts and then like some sauce to mix in with it. So by planning out what meals you want to have for that week. And like I said, it doesn't have to be meal prep. It doesn't have to be anything fancy, just a guide to let you know what you have to buy, right? So if you're going to have rice bowls for dinner every week, you don't really need to buy, I don't know, apples, right? Like, <laughs> I just, I'm trying to think of things off the top of my head, but like just planning it out makes it so much easier. Okay. And I honestly should take my own advice on that because being a college student, when I'm like in between classes trying to cook and I'm like, uh, what do I want to eat? It would be so much easier if I already knew like exactly what my meals were going to be that week. So that's that. The last one I'm going to touch on is number four, do not, and I repeat, do not go grocery shopping when you are hungry. And also give yourself enough time. I'm going to tie these two together. <laughs> but as, as I said, oh my God, <laughs> I just got, I'm locking my cars. Um, I don't care if you just heard my cars lock, but, um, there's people running around my car right now and they just got into the car next to me. <laughs> so I am just going to mind my own and keep doing my thing. Oh my God. That actually scared me so bad because this guy came behind my car sprinting like, and it looked like he was coming for my car because he got into the car next to me. Anyway, what was I talking about? Don't go grocery shopping when you're hungry. Back on track. So speaking from personal experience, um, when I go grocery shopping when I'm hungry, oh my God, first of all, am I not like I'm in the worst mood because I'm starving. And second of all, it just makes me want to buy all of my cravings. So if you do go when you're hungry, you're going to be far more likely to buy what you want and what you're craving in the moment and not what you actually need for a balanced diet, right? So if you're someone where when you're hungry, you just crave like just 
straight pasta, like maybe like a butter parmesan. Ooh, butter parmesan shells. Mm. If you like crave that when you're hungry, you're just going to buy what you want in the moment. And you're going to forget to buy the protein that you might need with that dish, right? So also when I'm hungry in a grocery shop, not only am I in a bad mood and buying my cravings, but I tend to rush myself and then end up forgetting a lot of what I needed to grab, or I just don't have the patience to finish shopping or finish looking for anything. So when I'm hungry and I'm surrounded by food, all I want to do is get the hell out of there, right? So I'm not going to be taking my time. I'm not going to be making sure I'm getting everything on my list. I'm just going to grab whatever I can and go. But on top of that, the, the reason why this ties in with giving yourself enough time is because if you're short on time when grocery shopping, then the same thing will happen. You're going to end up forgetting things. You're not going to have the patience or time to look for things. You won't be able to get everything you need. And then honestly, you're just going to have to end up going back later in that week. And it's just going to like create even more time in the long run. Because if you don't get everything the first shot, you're going to have to go back. And that's going to take so much more time because then you're going to have to drive over there, start all over. It's a hassle. Also, if you're not able to grab everything you need at the grocery store because you're too hungry or you're short on time, you're not going to be able to hit your macro and calorie goals because you don't have the foods that you need. Or even if you don't have any specific macro or calorie goals, you're not going to be able to eat those yummy meals that you wanted to make. So let's go back to the example. Let's say you wanted a rice bowl for dinner and you never ended up being able to pick up a protein. Okay, like, yes, you can just have rice and veggies or rice and a side, but that's not going to be a filling meal and that's not a complete meal. So you want to allow yourself to have that time so you can actually effectively grocery shop. And like I said, it'll save you time in the long run because then you're just going to have to go back later. So those are the four, I guess four and a half, I don't know, little tips that I have about grocery shopping. I'm going to answer two of your guys's questions i actually really liked both of these questions because i feel like i could very much relate to both of them i feel like i have good insight so jumping into it the first question i got is how do i grocery shop with specific diet goals in mind while also on a strict budget okay so as i said i can totally relate to that so last year living in my apartment my grocery budget was only $200 a month. (laughs) And if you guys have ever consistently grocery shopped for yourself, you know, like how little this budget is. And not only was it $200 a month, but I'm vegetarian. And if you guys aren't vegetarian, I'll just tell you like fake meat or meat alternatives and even like tofu, honestly, is so expensive like for example a pack of four of the beyond what is it called beyond meat yeah a pack of four of beyond meat sausages could be like ten dollars ten dollars for four sausages so like it's expensive and not only am i vegetarian on a budget but i'm also trying to hit my protein goals my macro goals and my calorie goals And spoiler alert, yes, I was able to do this, okay? I was able... Also, I don't want to give my specific calorie intake that I do, but it's 
it's over 2000 calories. Okay. So I'm, I, I eat, right. I eat, I get a lot of protein in and I'm vegetarian $200 a month. Yes. I was able to do it. So what you have to do is you have to get creative and you have to do your research. So by this, I mean, be smart about where you shop. Okay. A lot of food stores like advertise themselves in specific ways, but be very careful about like not going to the super expensive places. So for example, Whole Foods. Whole Foods is so freaking expensive. Honestly, so is Big Y in my eyes. Like I feel like those are too expensive food stores for some reason. I don't know. But for example, Whole Foods is a lot more expensive than going to a super Walmart where they have grocery sections. And do not be embarrassed about where you do your grocery shopping. It is honestly all the same food. I spent my entire year last year grocery shopping at Walmart and it was it was completely fine. Like they have all of the, they had all the foods I needed. I was never malnourished. I was never hoping I could find something that wasn't there. They have protein pasta, they have the meat alternatives, they have yummy frozen foods. They have plenty of selection. They have produce they really have everything you need. And don't get caught up in the label of where you're grocery shopping just because you think lesser of one place as opposed to another. Because honestly, guys, like to put it into perspective, a whole loaf of sliced bread as, as like the Walmart brand sliced bread, I want to say it was 75 cents. Like literally under a dollar for a loaf of sliced bread just because it's the Walmart brand. Like, that is so good. And then, like, their canned tuna was also under a dollar. Like, they have insane prices. And I am not picky about the brand of food I get, so I really don't care. Because if you compare the macros based on, like, the store brand versus, like, the higher-end brands of food, or, like, the name brand, whatever you want to call it, guys, it is basically the same, I swear. So... Like I said, buying from the store brand and the name brand doesn't make a difference. Literally hold the nutrition label side to side. For example, like Rice Krispies versus like, I don't know, whatever the generic one would be like Rice Krispers or like Crispy Rice Cereal, whatever. They're the exact same, like same serving size, same calories, same macros. So as as I'm saying with all of this, I know it kind of seems um, a little bit repetitive, but if you have specific diet goals and you're on a strict budget, just buy the generic store brand of foods, okay? And not just the store brand, but a specifically low-cost store brand. And also remind yourself, talk, like going back to earlier, make that list and realize what foods you really need versus what foods you really don't. So like, let's say you're someone Okay, and to preface, I'm not saying you can't buy yourself treats and you can't buy yourself like those l yummy little dessert foods. Of course you can. I'm just saying have it be what it is, a treat. So if you buy a pack of Oreos, don't go through that pack of Oreos in a week. Make it last, right? Maybe just say like, I'm going to have two Oreos before bed each night, whatever. Just don't buy a bunch of excess. Like, it really honestly taught me what foods are important to buy and what foods aren't important to buy when I had such a low budget because I literally couldn't afford junk food. Also, junk food is like so expensive for no reason. 
So yeah, get creative, do your research, be smart with what you buy, and don't be afraid of trying out different grocery grocery stores. I forgot the name of them for a second. And don't be afraid of the store brand, okay? And question number two, the last question I will be answering is, what are your favorite quick and easy meals? So I love this question because people are so quick to overcomplicate a meal and then end up just avoiding cooking altogether. Like, I know for me, when I first moved into my apartment, I was definitely super intimidated about, like, learning how to cook and starting making meals for myself and stuff because I thought it was so complicated. Guys, it really, really isn't. Like, you boil pasta, you throw sauce on it, you add cheese, boom. (laughs) You know what I mean? So... As I'm saying, after having lived in a college apartment for a few years now, I'd say I have a good handle on quick cooking. So a few of my favorite quick and easy meals would be like Asian noodles with tofu as a base. And then you can add sauce, sesame seeds, veggies. So be it. I love tuna mac salad. I do like, I boil up some protein pasta, add some canned tuna, mix in some mayo, chop up some cucumber if you want. Or, okay, try this. Add Parmesan cheese to your tuna. Okay, don't come at me if you think it sounds crazy. You've never tried it. So it is so yummy. It also might be the Italian in me because I add Parmesan cheese in literally everything. Anyway, (laughs) another um, quick meal that I love is just a rice bowl with tofu or fake meat. And you can use minute rice or pre-cooked rice and then just dump a bunch of veggies in there, like whatever you had in your fridge. So expanding on these a little bit, the Asian noodles with tofu. Noodles are so easy to make because they honestly just take a few minutes to boil or you can buy some that are microwavable in those little cardboard cups or you can buy, um, what's it called? Those pre-made noodles or pre-cooked, sorry. I, um... What brand is it? I think it's, it's like K-A-M-I, Kami, Kami, I don't know. It's like an Asian noodle brand and they make like pre-cooked noodles in these little pouches and you just have to heat them up. They are so yummy. And just because something is pre-made doesn't mean it's bad for you, okay? Like these noodles were so cheap and also like very good. So noodles are super easy. You can even buy ramen noodles and just don't use a seasoning packet. Because, like, the noodles themselves are just any other noodles, right? So, noodles are so easy. They're also so yummy and very versatile. So, those are very quick to make. They only take, like, three to five minutes to boil. And then for a rice bowl, pre-cooked rice is the perfect base for literally anything to throw it over. Or rather, throw over it. (laughs) Whatever you can find in in your fridge will most likely slash definitely work. I feel like rice is just so neutral and such like, it just goes with everything, you know? I love buying, actually, do you know what Trader Joe's has that I haven't been able to find them actually this week, but I need them. Trader Joe's has like frozen bags of pre-cooked rice and you just microwave it for a couple minutes and it just is like this perfect fluffy flavorful like just perfectly cooked rice and like obviously since it's pre-cooked and frozen it is a tiny bit expensive but you know what if we're if it fits in the budget I'm buying it so that has been super easy 
buying, like, even the Minute brand, I hope you know what I'm talking about, like, the Minute brand of rice. It's not actually, like, a microwave for a minute kind of thing, unless some of them are, but the ones that I buy are, like, it just boils in five minutes. So that is super quick, too. Adding on to that rice bowl for the protein, I know I mentioned tofu just because I'm vegetarian. Tofu is so easy because... It doesn't even necessarily have to be cooked, depending on how you like the texture. Personally, I like getting the um, like the super firm tofu, or I really like getting flavored tofu, like a teriyaki flavored tofu. It's so easy. You Like I said, you don't even have to cook it if you don't want to. Or if you do, I can just toss it in the air fryer for a few minutes, and that is like perfect. And I will um, touch on air fryers a little bit later. But it's a um, great source of protein. Also, you can just dump it in anything as like tofu. Again, it's so neutral in its flavor. It, you know what? It's honestly kind of flavorless if you don't add anything to it, but it really just works for anything. You can throw it in rice bowls and salads with your noodles, just anywhere. It's so good. If you guys, okay, if you've never tried tofu and you say you don't like it, please get over yourself and try it because it is so versatile and it's very good for you. Also, speaking of quick proteins, take advantage of canned tuna, okay? I know this one can also be something that people might feel weird about a little bit, but the macros on canned tuna are absolutely insane. And it's literally like 80 cents a can and just ready to eat. Like it really doesn't get better than that. I think like it's literally zero fat, maybe one gram of carb and just pure protein. And it's, and it's tasty. That's why I love tuna mac salad because you're getting such a good balance of carbs from the pasta and protein from the tuna. And then you get your fat in from the mayo when you mix it in with the tuna. So that is absolutely perfect. If you guys don't like tuna mac salad, I feel bad for you because it is the easiest meal ever and it's so yummy. And I know I'm vegetarian, or I'm sorry, I always say vegetarian. I know it's technically pescatarian, but some people don't know what that means. And honestly, rather than confusing people, I would just rather say vegetarian. But if you do eat meat, buy a rotisserie chicken, okay? Buy the chicken, shred it all up, and then store that in your fridge for the week, okay? That way, every time you need chicken, you already have it all prepped and ready for you. You just have to dump out a little bit from the container and mix it in with whatever you're doing. Maybe it's a rice bowl, a salad, so be it. Chicken salad, mm, whatever. Maybe, ooh, instead of like tuna mac salad, chicken mac salad? Is that a thing? I don't know. Why not? <laughs> but, um... I know that's something my boyfriend does is he just buys a rotisserie chicken and then just like he literally uses his hands. It's disgusting. Please don't use a fork to shred it up. Or a, a really good hack I actually saw was from um, Sam Taylor. She pulses her chicken in like a blender or a food processor quickly and it just shreds it up perfectly. So try that out. And since I don't eat chicken, I couldn't really tell you how much it costs, but I can't imagine a rotisserie chicken being too, too expensive. So do that. It's definitely super easy, super quick, super convenient. And finally, for this question, I'm going to say, I touched on it earlier, invest in an air fryer if you have not already, okay? They make cooking 
like a thousand times easier and you're just able to set it and forget it. Like it's so quick and easy because you can literally set it to the time and temperature that you want and then you just put it in there and then you close it and boom, like it, it's just going to be done in a couple minutes or however long you put it in. And with my air fryer, I honestly don't even set a specific time or temperature. I just like throw it in until I think it looks done and I have zero complaints. It has never ended poorly for me. I use the air fryer for literally so many things. I feel like it works best for proteins. Like I love making, um, like salmon in the air fryer or like I said, I'll throw my tofu in there. I even, what did I use? Oh, I put like fake bacon in the air fryer. Y'all, it is so easy to use. So if you haven't, definitely buy that, especially if you're in college or you're always on a tight schedule or you never have enough time to cook. It is so worth the air fryer. I know some of them can be a little bit expensive, but honestly, they're so worth the price. Because, like, I've had mine since, let's see, it's September, or I guess it's basically October now, and I got mine for my birthday last year on Christmas, so, yeah, I've had it for almost a year, and it works perfect, and, like, me and my roommates literally use it multiple times a day, so, if you need any, like, quick cooking device or easy cooking device, I recommend the air fryer. On that note, I'm done hyping up air fryers, and I'm done with this episode, so, Thank you guys so much for listening. I feel like this was a very fun episode for me. I love talking about food. I love talking about grocery shopping. So I'm sorry if that's not something that is like a huge interest of yours, but it's my podcast and it's an interest of mine. And I hope you guys found this information useful. I feel like I had a lot of good tips on this and yeah, I feel like that's all I have to say. So Without further ado, I'll let y'all go, but don't forget to give this podcast a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. On Apple Podcasts, please leave a review, give me a little compliment on there, or you know what, if you don't like it, be honest, that's fine, I'll take the criticism. Um, What else? Check out my Instagram for the podcast. It is interactive.podcast on Instagram. Check out my fitness account, AngelaR.fit. Guys, we are so close to 6,000 followers. I appreciate every single one of you. And thank y'all for listening. So have a good weekend and I will see y'all next Friday. Bye guys.